0: If you guys haven't heard, I just came out with a strawberry flavor to add to my line of digestive support protein powder. This new flavor has actually been in the works for two years, I know. Two years seems like quite a long time to develop just one flavor of protein powder. But with the elements of 2021 still in, quote, recovery mode from the pandemic, as well as finding the right ingredients to create such a robust strawberry flavor without any natural flavorings, artificial sweeteners, as well as the natural pink color took trial and error over a long period of time. And since I am very picky about every ingredient that goes into any product with my name on it, I had to make sure every ingredient didn't have a sub-ingredient, as many other protein powders do. And it's not required to be on the label, believe it or not. That's right. It's actually not required by law that you don't you don't have to list sub-ingredients in a single ingredient. So, like many freeze-dried and dehydrated fruit powders actually contain a carrier such as maltodextrin or dextrose, which are sugars. Companies add this ingredient to prevent clumping of the powder and keep it, quote, free flowing. We had to do some digging to find a company that supplied pure strawberry powder, which makes up the flavor of the protein. No natural flavors in there, you guys. And pure beet powder, which actually gives the the protein powder a pink hue. The strawberry powder just didn't give any pink color at all, surprisingly, when we tested it over and over. Guys, we went through countless variations, ratios of ingredients to balance out the flavor and sweetness without making it too sweet. So much went into this new digestive support strawberry protein, Uh, but we finally got it, you guys. We finally got it and it's now available for you to try yourself and add to the collection of my vanilla and cacao digestive support protein. So grab a tub or two before it sells out, as we only have a limited supply. The reason we only have a limited supply is, well, it's top secret as of now, which I will announce in my weekly newsletters. By the way, if you're not subscribed, that is the way you will find out about all new products I am developing. So be sure you do so by going to lilsipper.com slash subscribe. That's L-I-L-S-I-P-P-E-R dot com slash subscribe to sign up for my newsletters and be in the know. So if you guys want the new strawberry flavor, head on over to newsest dash usa dot com slash digest to grab my new strawberry protein powder before it sells out. I know you're gonna love it. That's newsest dash usa dot com slash digest. I'll also put that link in today's show notes so you can head on over there and check it out with one simple click. If you're not subscribed to my newsletters, they come out every Friday and they're called Friday Finds. This is information that only my subscribers get in their inbox. I share stuff like non-toxic air fryers and kitchen appliances, new food finds, product recalls, food news, and food products that aren't even on the market yet, but I've got the scoop. This is not published anywhere else and cannot be found on my blog. So be sure you're in the know and subscribe to my weekly newsletters by going to littlesipper.com slash subscribe and enter your email. That's all you have to do. So go to l-i-l-s-i-p-p-e-r.com forward slash subscribe to get exclusive information on everything food. If you've taken a look at labels of packaged foods lately, chances are you've seen natural flavors listed as an ingredient. We often think of the term natural as synonymous with health, but when it comes to natural flavors, this isn't exactly the case. Welcome to this week's Bite of Knowledge where I break down certain topics, ingredients, and different foods that we may or may not think are good for us or maybe not so good for us. Today, we are talking about natural flavors. And I often talk about natural flavors on my Instagram, Little Sipper, and I avoid them. But a lot of people still come and ask me, why? Why should we avoid natural flavors? What is the concern. Um, And so today I'm going to break down the difference between natural flavors versus artificial flavors, if there even is a difference, and then also uh, what to look for. And so after today's episode, you're going to be a lot smarter than your friends. I'm your host, Bethany Cameron, and this is the Digest This Podcast. Let's get into it. So what exactly are natural flavors and how are they produced? Well, according to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, natural flavors are substances derived from manipulation of plant or animal material used for flavoring rather than providing nutritional value. Essentially, they make packaged foods and beverages more desirable and flavorful. Some even argue that food and beverage companies add natural flavors to their products to make them even addictive. While there isn't definite research exploring this, it is certainly convincible. Plus, it's in the best interest of food companies to make their products as tasty as possible to keep their consumers coming back for more. Well, now let's talk about the difference between natural flavors and artificial flavors. So natural and artificial flavors serve the same purpose of basically flavoring any food or beverage without adding nutritional value. The main difference between the two is artificial flavors are derived from chemically synthesized substances and natural flavors are derived from plant and animal materials. Now, don't let that fool you. Just because it's derived from, quote, natural materials, they go through the same processing methods as artificial flavors. Additionally, similar to artificial flavors, natural flavors may contain undesirable chemical additives referred to as incidental additives. These include preservatives, emulsifiers, flavor modifiers, and more. And according to the EWG, this is the environmental working group, which hopefully you guys are aware of them. Great resource. So according to the EWG, natural flavors may be comprised of up to 80 to 90% chemical additives. Let that sink in. Again, natural flavors may be comprised of up to 80 to 90% chemical Additives. And for those particularly sensitive to food additives, this can be problematic. While food manufacturers must list the ingredients their products contain on the label, flavor manufacturers are not required to disclose the plant or animal material from which their flavors are derived. Nor do they have to disclose all of the additives present in the natural flavoring unless. Any of these additives or ingredients contain one of the top eight allergens. These allergens include peanuts, tree nuts, eggs, dairy, wheat, soy, fish, and and shellfish, and soon to be sesame. That's going to be the ninth allergen they are soon to be adding. So if you have a peanut allergy, for example, a food that contains natural flavors derived from peanuts must list peanuts on the ingredient list or state contains peanuts on the food label. If you have a more obscure allergy or intolerance, however, you're out of luck and won't know exactly what is in the natural flavoring unless you're able to contact the food company directly to inquire. It is also worth noting that the FDA has not yet established a formal definition of the term natural. With a lack of clear guidelines for what constitutes natural, it seems that natural flavors may not be so natural after all. In fact, they aren't much different from artificial flavors. Now, before we go even further about the natural flavors, again, I want to point out why why flavor, flavor food. I did point this out just a minute ago, but I also want to emphasize a great deal of scientists and engineers, this is what they do for a living is to create flavors. Tons of time goes into creating flavors for processed foods. This specialized work is done by just 500 professional flavorists who are responsible for the majority of flavors in nearly all food processed in the U.S. So how a food tastes is largely determined by the chemicals in the food. Chemicals that give a specific smell or more vibrant smell are extremely important because smell makes up 80 to 90% of the sense of taste, believe it or not. And in processed food, this mixture of chemicals is called flavor. The same mixture of chemicals would be called fragrance if it were found in cleaning products, perfumes, or cosmetics. The difference between the two is small and the companies that produce these secret mixtures are often exactly the same. The cost of the flavors in a food can be around half a penny per serving, but processed food is such a big market that flavoring has become big business. The annual sales of the fragrance and flavor industry is estimated at $24 billion. that's with a B. Billion. It is controlled by a few large flavor houses, uh, notably, and I, I may be not pronouncing this correctly, but it's Gividan, Tick, IFF, and SunPrize or Simrise. The company Jividan in particular produces flavorings for food and also produces and develops fragrances for personal care, home care, and fabric care. I don't know about you, but I don't want the same company making what goes into my food also creating fragrances for perfumes and laundry. And in a 2011 interview with Morley Safer of 60 Minutes, Two flavor scientists from Givadan said that one of their goals was making food addictive. I've actually seen this 60 Minutes, and he did state on camera their goal is to make food addictive. There are other reasons to flavor foods, however— when foods are pasteurized for safety many of the volatile chemicals like that evaporate during this process they degrade so to make a product like for example orange juice taste fresh after pasteurization these chemicals have to be restored they dupe your taste buds and the smell receptors into believing you are drinking fresh orange juice when it really may be rather old. That's scary, you guys. So it makes the food taste fresher, even if the food is old or on the brinks of being rancid. So to define natural flavors, in its code of federal regulation, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration defines natural flavors as, and I quote, the essential oil, olorescent essence or extractive protein hydrolysate, distillate or any product of roasting, heating, or enzymolysis which contain the flavoring constituents derived from a spice, fruit or fruit juice, vegetable or vegetable juice, edible yeast, herb, bark, bud, root, leaf, or similar plant material, meat, seafood, poultry, eggs, dairy products, or fermentation products thereof, whose significant function in food is flavoring rather than nutritional. End quote. Yeesh, did that even make sense or sink in? And you still may be thinking that, well, if it's natural, then we really have nothing too concerned about as long as it's coming from the earth or things such as that. But Perhaps you you may even be thinking in your mind or picturing a commercial kitchen with fruits and veggies boiling in a pot or roasting in an oven before being ground into a powder or made into a paste. But for a more accurate picture, envision a high-tech laboratory filled with chemists in white coats. These scientists manipulate these substances to create a product designed to stimulate your appetite or your desire for a certain taste, one that will spike your insulin levels, overstimulate your cells, or create inflammation. At the very least, you may end up eating something that contains substances you are allergic to or that causes a food reaction, a tasty treat that violates your ethical eating standards, or one that would revolt you if you even knew where it came from. The FDA has declared all this to be perfectly legal. Now, as the code states, natural flavors enhance the flavor of a food. They do not add any nutritional value. They may help to keep it shelf stable or to stay fresh longer, but that doesn't make them good for you. Now, here are some things you might want to know about the natural flavor in foods you love to eat. Um, and these things include, number one, your favorite candy has been colored with cochineal, may have been colored. I don't want to say has because not all, but cochineal is a dye made from dried and ground female bodies of an insect. Um I actually did a whole reel on my Instagram about this exact ingredient and went around the grocery store picking out items that actually had cochineal listed in their ingredients. Uh, one of them was the original Yo! Play Yogurt and another was a Dole Fruit Pack. So just go back on my Instagram and check out the entire reel to see the full list and reel. Another interesting fact is your favorite shiny candy may have been coated with a shellac made from crusted insect cocoons that also give it a nice crunch. And I've talked about this before, but the vanilla flavor in some candies, drinks, desserts, and puddings may come from the substance secreted by beaver's anal glands. And another thing to point out is if you're vegan or you're eating a vegan food with natural flavor, that may actually contain meat extracts as well as animal and insect secretions. Now, I wanna talk about MSG for a second, which is monosodium glutamate. And natural flavors often contain MSG, which is far worse than sources of merely random things that we can't even like figure out. I mean, I don't know, it's up to you, but at least it's the same because the the food and drug industry uses 40 different names to hide monosodium glutamate. Other names are all, uh, excuse me, yeast extract or auto, 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 size yeast extract. Why can't I speak today? I'm so sorry. Hydrolyzed vegetable protein, maltodextrin, surprisingly, and sodium cassinate, among many other terms. MSG is basically, it's a chemical that causes a brain cell to become overexcited and just leading to cell death. And it's one of the things that I obviously, I try and stay away from at all costs. It really, really excites the the cells in your brain and really makes you addictive to that particular food. And a lot of companies now, they know that people are looking for the term MSG on a package. So there's, there's some loopholes here and it can be hidden under other um, terms and terminology. So if you are one to... Um, try and stay away from MSG and a lot of people even have allergic reactions to MSG they come out with skin, r- skin rashes and different sorts of that as well so just be careful and again so many things are hidden and the blanket there's just blanket statements over everything and it's just it's a very very gray area now you may be wondering what foods contain natural flavors So they basically, natural flavors can be found in almost any food and beverage these days from flavored digestive sodas, sports drinks, protein shakes, yogurt, ice cream, breads, tortillas, cereals, chips, crackers, protein bars, protein powders, pasta sauces, salad dressings, canned, frozen, and even quote fresh soups, frozen meals, and so much more. Natural flavors are difficult to avoid as they are one of the most prevalent food additives and may even be hiding in, quote, health foods that have otherwise undergone relatively minimal processing. The easiest way to avoid natural flavors is to predominantly consume foods that do not come from a package. When you do purchase packaged foods, it's helpful to carefully review the ingredient list. So despite what their name implies, natural flavors aren't much different from artificial flavors. For the average person, consuming foods and beverages containing natural flavors from time to time is unlikely to cause adverse health effects. But those with severe food allergies, sensitivities, gut issues, and other health concerns may need to avoid them. And doing your own investigative research to find out exactly what is in the natural flavoring of a particular food or beverage is helpful in determining whether or not the product is safe for you to consume. And because natural flavors are in so many products, I mean, I've even seen natural flavors in butter. I've seen it in meat. I've seen it in I mean, veg, like frozen vegetable packets, smoothie packets that you can buy in um, like frozen smoothie packs in the grocery store. It's in everything. And so because it's in so many things, many people are consuming natural flavors constantly at every single meal, every single day. And the, it, it accumulates. So it's really, really important to pay attention because some, some people may think, well, a natural flavor, like I may have something, you know, every once in a while, but I mean, guys, it's in meat. It, that's just crazy talk here. So that's why it's just so important to scrutinize everything and just be an aware shopper. I hope you enjoyed this Monday's Bite of Knowledge and don't forget to join me this Wednesday for another bang-in interview you don't want to miss. See you guys there and on Instagram. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me so I can see. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Digest This. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app to let us know. If you're ever wondering how you can support me and this podcast, sharing it with your friends and family is the best way. This is a resonant media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Chris McComb. To email the show, message us at digestthispod at gmail.com. See you next time. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and does not constitute a provider patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor or health team first.